gather around friends new and old and welcome back to the powwow podcast i am your host philip amarine and i'm your other host david hoffman uh, wow welcome yes. back phil yeah, so you know what? Uh, we had what is traditionally known as the post-vacation slumber. This is why they say never come back the day after you get back from vacation because you just need a, a resettling in from your vacation. You need to get you need a day to get back into that productivity. You need a, a day to get into that surroundings and get re- reacclimated. So we took a week off. Our probably like our what our second time ever we've taken a week off. Yeah, second or third, I don't know. Who, who cares? Well, I guess you do. You, the listener, care because we took a week off. But hey, we are back. We are better than ever. Ah, feels good. Feels good. So while I was gone, my ears were percolating, David. My, uh, oh, yeah? I, they, were they? <laughs> they were. So, so I, being a person who loves surprises and loves to take things in as organically as possible, you had mentioned this on the previous podcast. You had taken on the entire task of not only finding a guest, finding a, a subject topic, and creating the entire thing. Not only that, but also editing the entire podcast. I, of course, had access to it since that's just the way our system goes. But I still didn't do it. I waited like every other good listener does for every week. And I I heard the episode. I indeed heard the episode that I was gone for. And I have some notes if you are interested. One for each of you oh. and then one for both of you. I because, love criticisms. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not like that. Just, just, uh, what would that be? A response? No, it's not okay, an entire okay. thing. All right, that's better. I, yes, I, I think that'll be more interesting. <laughs> go go yes, for it. Yes, yes, of course, because I, I, I could. I, my God, you guys gave me a a cavalcade of an an entire array of things to comment on. That could be its own episode. But I thought I'd I'd shimmy it down to to two or three things. All right, first of all. Rogue One, by the way, is is hor- hor- horrific. It's it makes me ill that me and David Sampson agree on anything in this world, but Rogue One is the one thing we do agree on that that you are just completely wrong about. Okay, so that's a that's just a odd thing. I wanted to say that for uh, both of you, you both mentioned uh, I'm like a cactus, and I have to say. I liked your explanation a lot more than Samson, who just uh, who obviously realized that he was out of his depth once you mentioned why the reasons, and you can check out last week's podcast, why they they likened me to a cactus. But David just completely globbed on. He was like, you know what? Yeah, that's a great explanation. I'm going to just, uh, yeah, yes, he's like a cactus for everything you said. I wanted to hear why the hell he thought I was like a cactus, because yours wasn't completely sweet, and I, I very much appreciated it. And David was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounded like there was something more to that, but oh, did, all right. Did you like the Did you like the mule? The, the, David Samson said, if you were an animal, you'd be a mule. <laughs> you know what? At first, at first I was offended, but the the backup explanation certainly made up for it again. Yes, please. please. Well, we won't spoil it, but if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go check it out because it's quite quite a hoot. Uh, we talked all, we did the, spent the whole episode talking about Phil. Finally, Samson did a horrible Shrek impersonation as he normally does, but he also called mm-hmm. me, he called me two very important things. He said that I'm stubborn and I'm petty. He said, I'm stubborn and petty. I am not stubborn. <laughs> uh, but anyways. But you're uh, owning the petty. Is that what you're saying? Well, I may I may have it a little <laughs> bit. But uh, you know what? Uh, but no, listen. That was a very sweet episode. I very much enjoyed the, the sentiment. Obviously, <laughs> I enjoyed the episode as well. But thank you very much. Uh, it led to a very good return upon my podcast. Uh, from vacation and uh, just wanted Good. to say thank you. Good, of course. Yeah, I have to admit the the would you section of that episode made me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> I oh was my so Lord. uncomfortable. I stuck with it. You know, I I I agreed to answer his would you questions. I I allowed him to he wanted to do an expanded would you, so I said, "You know what? Sure." He he asked me three would you questions and they were all extremely disturbing to me, but I, I d- answered them. And I haven't gotten any backlash le- yet, but but who knows? I, I don't know. It was just it was very very jarring to hear those questions and be forced to answer them. David, you know what that was? That was the fixer upper of the of the real estate world, where somebody said, "No, yeah, it's beautiful." Just a little bit of a fixer upper. He gave a forewarning before that segment. He said, "I just want everybody to know this is going to be a little disgusting." He undersold it. I, I, as soon as he went yeah. into it, I was like, "Holy mackerel!" So again. 
last little promo we do for a past episode. Here we go. Let's get into our next episode, which, oh. uh, speaking oh. of dirty, we're, 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 uh, we're, let's just Things get into it. Things are getting it. hot and heavy. Mom, turn off. Ooh. This is not the episode for you. Please, please. Today's main topic is nothing and everything but sports. Sports, sports, sports. Big amount of sports today. For anybody who's left who doesn't want to skip this main topic, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Today's episode is episode 69. We are at number 69 for our numbered episodes, meaning we have to get a little down and dirty. So I guess in a way, Hoffman, it is there's physical activity involved. Yeah, it's a workout. <laughs> It's a Should workout. Be. All right. If you're doing it right, uh, it's a workout. Yeah. Well, yes, that's true. We are joined by an old friend of mine, uh, a very good high school friend of mine, who the, I think my biggest association with you, Sam, that I ever think of is anytime I'm at the store and I see Oreos, I swear to God, I think of you. I just, <laughs> I, you, you've brainwashed me into thinking anytime I associate Oreos with, with Sam. That's, uh, that's what I do. So everybody, welcome to the podcast, Sam, Sam Bravo. Hello, welcome. Ooh, uh, cheers. The crowd cheers. goes wild. Yes. <laughs> welcome, Sam. <laughs> and Hello. a very a very momentous first episode for you. Some people, you know, they get they get interviewed because they're a chef. You know, some people talk about music. You you come on during the episode for our main topic that we will be talking about da 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 friends with benefits or as the kids call it, as the kids call it, am I old enough to say that? FWBs. Woo. I've been saying this week. I've been saying friend Ben. Friend, friend ben. ben. Well, that seems like a just that just seems like a you thing. So let's. Uh, I guess I, 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 so far, yeah. <laughs> I guess let's dig into it, guys. Uh, let's go around the room. Have you yourself ever been in a friends with benefits situation, David? You first. <clears throat> um, a uh, couple, couple times. Couple several times. times. Several people. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get into the details, but a couple times. If you had to, mm-hmm. do, do you want to? Do you feel comfortable putting a number to it? Do you, do you even have in your uh, mind a number? I don't. I hadn't thought of a number. I'd have to count. But it's like I'm talking like maybe enough to know you're you're five. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you're comfortable like with the situation, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Some shorter, some longer. Yeah. Some better friends, some not. Sam, you Precisely. have you been in a have you been in a situation? Yes, uh, I I have absolutely. And uh, it, you you've you've been uh, a couple. Have you are you comfortable enough with a number? Do you happen to have a number in your mind? Um, you know, I I don't know. I feel like after so many years, they just expire. So <laughs> they, I I wouldn't even know. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. For my I myself, <laughs> uh, I do not have a number either. I know it's probably it's it's on the lower side. I think I it's somewhere around like on a handful. Uh, probably like, like you said, four something along there. I don't think there. that's the lower side though, oh, because I feel like side? for most, I feel like most people, I don't know, maybe I'm misjudging. Depends on age, our, depends on our generation, but, but yeah, I feel like most people that I know have never been in a friends with benefits or maybe tried it oh. once and it failed or something, you know, I feel like. I always thought that I was someone who had done it way more times than most people. Yeah, I guess it depends. And then I do know people who've had like 20 different friends with benefits. Right, of course. Which is not me, but you know. We all know that person, right? Oh, Alec. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Let's go around the room. Sam, we'll start with you on this one. Do you think they can work in in general? Generally speaking, I know everybody might have a higher opinion of themselves and be like, oh, I can hold it on. But in general, do you think that a friends with benefits situation can work? I don't really think so. I feel like of all the ones that I've had, and maybe it's just a me thing, that they have just gone south pretty fast or it just didn't – my time felt more wasted (laughs) than anything (laughs) So I'm I'm curious uh, before before Hoffman. I don't think we have this in in our normal questions. Do you feel like did you, were you ever fully on with, that you would say friends with somebody, truly friends with somebody before you started out that situation, or was it exclusively just for the the action, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've had both, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I feel like it just gets real icky. Especially if you start out as friends first, it just it can go down south real real fast, especially with that friendship piece of it. And then if you don't know somebody, 
then it's, I don't know. It just feels like a wham, bam, maybe thank you and just leave. <laughs> like I, yeah, time can be spent better. Do you want to, do you want to even go uh, by myself? Do you want to go to McDonald's <laughs> after this? Maybe grab a 20 pack. You know what? I'll just get my own 10 piece. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, yes. Hoffman, Hoffman, do you believe that a, a, a friends with benefits situation can work? I believe it can. I have been in successful and I've been in unsuccessful ones. And the difference is really just honesty and communication, because I remember one instance where the, this person, she told me that she did not want a relationship. All she wanted was friends and benefits. And so we started out and then it turned out what she wanted was a full on relationship without calling it boyfriend, girlfriend, we're in a relationship. So she just didn't want the label, which I don't understand. She wanted exclusivity, all of the above, just not call it what it was, was what she actually wanted if she was honest with herself. So there was that and that obviously crashed and burned. And there was an instance where I was, I was truly friends with the person first, as you asked before, mm -hmm. I was friends with this person and we were really close friends, get closer and closer. And then the benefits started. And it lasted a while and it was going great, but obviously because we were so close, feelings obviously developed and that crashed and burned as well. It's the ones that have sort of started from the get-go as, you know, it was well established that that was going to be friends with benefits, nothing serious. Those have been very successful. Uh, <laughs> to say very successful. They just, <laughs> they lasted and haven't had any problems, you know, and, and, and when they end, it's because like, it's an agreed thing that they end, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that they can work. It just requires a, like a, a, an agreement and mutual understanding and honesty because some people are like, oh yeah, no, I, I don't want a relationship, but really they're so ready to fall in love and that's what sets it on fire. So yes, it can work, but usually doesn't because usually people aren't very honest with each other and usually people pretend that they're stronger than they are and that's how it fails. Just as in any relationship... Yet again, communication is key. The operative word here for me is can. Can it work? Yes, I believe it can. Now, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'll even tattletale on myself. I've entered a few friends with benefit situations with exes, which I think is an interesting other aspect of this, because not only have you established perhaps a friendship at some point, you've already had a, a set and uh, ready relationship that you are now drawing from as well. That makes it uh, even even more of a lure, right? Because you have you know what that situation can lead to if it becomes more than just friends, right? You're right. Can it? Can it being the operative word here? I believe it can. And much like what you just said, David, I won't I won't regurgitate what you said. I think if that's what the set agreement is between the two of you, and that's exclusively where it is, I think that that actually works out far more successfully than it has. I'll tell you one of my stories. I, I've I have a friend who we met through, of course, Tinder, and we we entered into that uh, arrangement perfectly fine. Even up till now, I still I will message her on various social media, not like every day or anything, like maybe like once every two months, if that I'll see something pop up for her. And I'll be like, hey, I happen to know she loves uh, Tom Brady or something. So if I ever see anything Tom Brady related, I'll send it her way. Or if she puts something out, I'll be like, ew, disgusting, Tom Brady. Something like that. Just like little little specks of like, hey, how are you? And and she'll be like, haha, or a smiley face or a laughing face. Like it's nothing more than, or, you know, she knows that I I love uh, in and out She'll be like, hey, we're at your favorite place. You know, just, just something something like that. And she has a relationship. She's in a relationship. And I, uh, that's all as far as we go. And that's actually worked out quite well, more so than any time I've ever been in a friends with benefits situation, especially with an ex, because that can really, it really does muddy up everything for, for if not even, again, speaking for myself, it muddies it up for me, muddies it up possibly for the other person. I've been in situations where it muddied it up for each individual. And then, of course, the situation where you get back together again and then you're like, oh, there's a reason why this didn't work. So it easily devolves into a situation that that you, you didn't want in the first place. Thus, why you entered the original arrangement. All right, guys, let's kind of piggyback off of that. And I'll, I guess I'll start with myself. Can being in a friends with benefit situation with someone automatically ensure no relationship? And I'll start with myself here. I think if you set out with that agreement first, certainly, certainly it can. I don't know. I don't know if I fully 
subscribe to the thought that most people do that somebody eventually catches feelings. Again, I think it can. I think certainly it, it certainly can. And it depends on whether or not it's the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, with no thank you. I don't think that those necessarily <laughs> end up in a relationship. But I think it's probably better if, if you do ensure in those situations that, yes, there will not be a relationship at the end. But I don't think it excludes it. I, I, I don't know if a successful relationship can come from a friends with benefits scenario, but I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Sam, do you believe that being in a friends with benefits situation with someone ensures that there will not be a relationship going forward or maybe a successful relationship. Yeah, I think uh, it it doesn't ensure it. Um, And to your point, even if it leads to a relationship, maybe not a, a real successful one, I think it really just depends on where each person's at and how, I mean, how long it's going, right? Because I think the more, the more that you, the more time you spend with someone naturally, I think it's just easy to kind of develop those feelings or you want to just start. Comfortability. Yeah. Comfortability. And you want to learn more about, I think someone, right? Especially if you're spending time with them, it's just our natural curiosity. So I think if it does go on for a while, it could lead to a relationship more than likely, but it doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Yeah, I I honestly, per, this is my personal view on the matter. I think that if I if I'm entering into a friends with benefits situation, it's it's because I'm attracted to the person, but I don't see myself wanting to be in a relationship with them. So it seems unlikely to me that I would meet someone with whom I'm willing to enter friends with benefits with, but could also see a a potential relationship. Because if I see a potential relationship, then that's probably what I'm going to pursue with that person. You know what I mean? Mm, so, yeah. so it's, the, it's certainly possible. So I don't think insure is, is the correct uh, word, but I do think it makes it unlikely because if I, if I see a p- potential for a relationship, then I'm not going to enter a friends with benefits. Cause I, I want the full deal. You, you know? want the full enchilada. Okay. Yeah. The f- <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Any, any last things to add there guys, before we go into the next question? No, I don't think I've ever been in a relationship with somebody that I've, well, I've never been with somebody where we started out being friends with benefits and ended up in a relationship with them. Ha- has that happened with anybody here? No, no, no. Sam. Yeah. Yes. Any, yes. any feel comfortable sharing or are you moving on to the next question? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel comfortable sharing. I, I think it, it started out that way. And then eventually it was like a, and here's the thing. We never communicated though. Like we mm. never had like a, this like is what? still Like he never only... talked to you after or anything or? Well, no. So like we did go into a degree and um, it was a Tinder. Tinder is just the place to find them. And it was like a, hey, this is, neither of us are looking for like relationships, nothing like that. But then eventually like we were probably going back and forth, you know, enjoying the benefits for like sure. over six months. And then Ooh. eventually he's like, Hey, do you want to meet my family? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then it yeah, was, it. Hey, we should take it. We should take a trip to California. Huh? Excuse me. And so it kind of developed into that, but we never talked about we're together together now, but it just like formed into that. Not successful in the slightest ended up, but it, it, turned into that. That's That's, interesting. That's really interesting. It kind of makes me think of, so there was one that one uh, friends with benefits that I was involved in. And I I remember she was on her period at one stage and I offered to get her some chocolate. And she viewed that as something like, whoa, like that's more than what we are. That's more than a friends with benefits thing. You don't do that for friends with benefits. You do that for a girlfriend. So she was like, should we redefine this that we're lovers instead of friends with benefits? Would that be more appropriate for what kind of relationship we have here? And I was like, no, I mean, I've gone and done the same thing for just friends who I'm not sleeping with, you know, just like a female friend of mine whom I know well, who was good friends with. Yeah, I went and got her chocolate because she felt like chocolate and she was on her period. So that's just something that I'd done before. And so I offered it to her and 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 to me, like the idea of like changing the label to lovers, I'm like, I I don't really care what you call us. It's not going to change the nature of what we are. And that is was and still was friends with benefits. You know, it didn't change. As I've grown and and learned more myself, how important communication is. I I entered a situation like Sam where we didn't really talk about it before, 
And I think I'm just a naturally, whenever I'm, in order for me to get intimate with somebody, I am a very uh, giving person. Like I'm an, I'm an adoring person where I'm just like naturally loving. In order to do that, I just need to be comfortable with the person and feel comfortable. So I, I, we would go out, we would hang out, we would go eat out together, we'd go see movies together, we'd watch movies together. Uh, we, we both happen to connect on watching films. So that's why that would be repetitive. Um but there was such a miscommunication on I she had made more out of it than I had, where I thought it was one thing because that was pretty much where it always led up to and, and what we were doing. But at the same time, I never got the vibe that she wanted to date me because whenever we were together, she would exclusively talk about herself. She would never ask me about me like she didn't even she I could have had 17 sisters and she would have never known. I could have grown up Mormon <laughs> and she never knew. But I'll be damned if I didn't know everything, every detail about her. I knew every I knew her favorite TV series. I knew her favorite color. I knew everything. And I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. But I just happened to be in a situation where by the end she had asked so are you doing anything with anybody else and i was like well yeah because i'm i was being honest and then she she was heartbroken and I, I i felt so guilty about that but at the same time i was like I, I did not think that we were i didn't even think that you were interpreting this as that and so communication as always is important but that's about as close as i guess i've ever gotten because again in her mind she was like why did you take me out on all these dates i'm like Look, I I just am a very like I like going out. I like talking. I like getting to know somebody. But I thought it was one thing. I I apologize that it came across as another. Now it's always it's served as a forewarning of like this is what it is. This is what it should be. Expectations. Yada yada yada. All right, David. What's our next question? Yeah. So let's get into the dirty, mm. or not necessarily the details, but the dirty. Does a friends with benefits arrangement encourage less or more adventurous sexual? adventures. So Phil, why don't we start with you this time? In my experience, yes, because the the thought I think at least that comes to me. So it does encourage more. It does because okay. For me, the thought is is you never know when the agreement in theory is going to end, right? You don't necessarily you don't have the right to know right. the other person's details you don't know if they're dating anybody else you don't know what they're doing on the side so or maybe they just grow tired of you. So with that with that in mind, it becomes a, your time together becomes a valued resource that you don't take for granted that you could in a relationship, right? Where it's just like, I know this is what you like, you know, this is what I like. Let's just, let's just stop there and just, you know, do what works, right? As opposed right. to, well, I mean, I guess if it doesn't, if our sole purpose together is to just do this, you ever tried eating an apple pie off of the back of the small of somebody's back, you know, and you just start thinking about weird stuff that you just, you just were like, I've never tried ice cream off of, off of somebody's shoulder. How do you feel? I don't know why the most adventurous thing I'm thinking about is food. Yeah, I, you're yeah. trying to keep it extremely PG and I appreciate that, but, but well, in all right. honesty, okay. I think that for some people, for some people who enter these kinds of arrangements with friends, it, it really is like a, they just want the convenience of it, the kaboom, pow, splat, sex, convenient. It's done. Splat. Get, I mean, come on, man. Okay. So, so that it's, you could just like get it out of the way and like feel better and then move on with like, get on with your day. Right. And for some people, it really is. They want to, they want to feed the, the desire that that's like constantly burning to just <sighs> do stuff and like try stuff. And, and yeah, I think I just... that that's, that's more more common from what I know about my friends and people whom I know. And so you're saying you're abnormal. I've been in these. You're saying you're admitting that you think that you're in a different scenario just for you. What do you mean? No, I'm saying I'm more adventurous. Probably that oh, for me, more that's adventurous. Okay, I'm saying that there are probably some people who just love the convenience of it, and it's just a mm. simple thing. Like since we're both here and we're friends and we're not going to get attached, let's just let's just bang it out, right? Yeah. But I think for other people, for the majority of friends with benefits people, they tend to be more open-minded people and are willing to try more things. And right. I think that that's okay. Sam, what what do you think? Break the I tie. I don't know. I'm conf I'm conflicted because I think it it really depends on the person for mm. whatever whatever kind of kinks they like, like spit in my mouth and call me daddy or something like that, right? Like right. it whatever whoever you are with. I think depending on the kind of kink, you're more open to doing certain things depending on the type of a relationship you have with someone. Yes, you can be more adventurous, I think, with the friends with benefits. But I I don't know. I, th 
I think in my personal, my personal history, it hasn't mattered whether it's been with like a friends with benefits or with someone who I'm in a relationship with. If there's something that's on the list of, hmm, I'm curious, it's happening. <laughs> so, so you're saying no matter what, you're always comfortable. If you're with somebody enough to go to step one of just uh, just going the full way, then you're comfortable to go to the, the the full array of whatever it is that you you enjoy, right, Sam? That, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can can you be friends with a former friends with benefits after getting into a new established relationship? So can you maintain a friendship? with someone whom you used to be friends with benefits with. I'm going to start out right off the bat and say, not really. Like, I don't think you have to break contact with that person entirely, but I don't think you're remaining friends with them. Like a friend is in like, like you and I, Phil, who talk all the time or, right. you know, just someone who, whom you see regularly. Like, I think like a, a once every year catch up when you happen to be in town, you know, or something like that, then maybe. But I think the answer to this question is quite Honestly, just no, I don't think it I don't think so. Sam? Yeah, no, I don't know. Interesting. Now why why so strong? Why so strong? I think that and I hope this doesn't come across as like rude, but when when I've entered into like a friends with benefits with somebody and I have no intention to date them, at the end of that, you've served your purpose in my life. And I <laughs> don't like, and that's why I say like, I hope it doesn't they've come expired. across as rude, but right. yeah. yes, they've expired. And so, so yeah, I, I wish you no ill will. I hope you do great in life. Right. But I, I don't, but you're just not going to be part of my life be, anymore. Would exactly. You, would you not maybe then, I mean, obviously we're not going to redefine friends with benefits, but but would you say that that's that your friends with benefits tend to be more like acquaintances with nice acquaintances with benefits rather than like friends with benefits? Yeah, it's a little more than a one night stand. It's like a it's like a it's a multiple like an a, an ongoing one night stand. Yes, exactly. A many night stand. A many <laughs> night stand. Exactly. Ooh, nice. This is so tough for me. I, You're conflicted. I can see it. I am conflicted. <laughs> I. I I think the easy answer, of course, is no. Because look, once you're in a relationship, it, de- it also depends on whether or not the person who is in the relationship that, that gets immediately into the relationship that no longer needs a friends with benefits, right? If the person left behind is like, hey, you know what? We were friends. I'm still wor- I still want to maintain this friendship with you that we had even before that. I can see that happening. That being said, I don't know that I have very many of those. Uh, I have, like I said, one where it's just every once in a while, again, she's in a, re- she's in a relationship, a loving, committed relationship. They've been going on for years. And I'll still send her something about Tom Brady. And again, it's just it's something, just a flick of the thing. Now, do we have in-depth conversations? No. Do we talk about anything that we've done? No. Do I, do I like be like, hey, leave your dude? No. But do I still, would I consider her friendly or, or at least to the point of friendship that we were before? Yes. Yes, I would. So I, I, I it's really hard because again, David Hoffman, if I was sexually attracted to you and we became friends with benefits, <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> if, if oh, you're right, but even though I am and only worlds separate us, if we were to <laughs> n- now have sex, I, I would, I, a part of me would hope like that we would still remain friends, even if I were to then go and date Ariana Grande. You know, I, I don't want you to feel left out that we can no longer be friends. Like that is, it, it actually is interesting that I think what we've all pretty much said somewhat to some degree throughout this podcast is that one, if, and when you enter having sex with somebody, having a friends with benefits con- agreement between the two of you, you've pretty much agreed that Yes, while you've elevated your your relationship to the other person, you've now given up the rest, like the lower levels, like the being a friend, just a friend with somebody. And so, and I have a hard time just blindly saying that, especially if 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 it were to be like even between you and me, Hoffman. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. I I just I threw this party when I finished acting college in L.A. and well, I was like my it was the last week, you know, classes were over, or whatever. We were finished, and um. When I was about to graduate and I threw this party and obviously I had my at the time girlfriend there, of course, like, how you know, she was going to be there. And and I w- wanted to invite this friend group that I had from classes, you know, from my actual class who I'd spent four semesters with. I wanted to invite them. And one, amongst that friend group was a friends with benefits uh, whom I cared about. So I, I didn't want to invite the whole friend group and not invite her. And I checked with 
my girlfriend, I checked with her, not together, obviously, but I was like, are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? And they both said, uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, I don't mind it. It'll be fine. It's not a big deal. And it wasn't a big deal, but it was uncomfortable. And I, I, I don't blame, I don't blame people for being jealous in those situations. It's a weird thing to, to put, it's a weird situation to put yourself in. So, it so it's understandable for that people are not necessarily comfortable with those kinds of things. So, so I think that in, in almost any case that those kinds of friendships, unfortunately, uh, have to come to, to an end, uh, when, when you, when you move on with your life and you move on to maybe more serious things. It takes a lot of work to to not only go back to where you were, but to make it to to make it work, right? It takes a lot of work to make it work. Sam, I know that you're pretty much like, no, you served my purpose. Would you be okay? You said you're in a relationship right now. Would you be okay mm-hmm. with your with your? It looks like you're getting there, but with your boyfriend, um, would you be okay with him? Like, of course, being upfront and talking to you about it, but being like, hey, for next thing, you're you'll be there as well. But are you okay with me inviting a person that I had an FWB relationship with? No. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. And I think that's part of why I am just, I'm very much a, you've served your purpose in my life because mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask my significant other to be okay with something that I myself am not. Right. right. And I get, right, everybody has their sexual history before mm-hmm. whoever they're with, right? Like that's just a given. But I think for me, it's a level of respect of you've entered into this level of intimacy with someone. And whether it was intentional or not, that intimacy is there, that connection is there. And so it would just make me really uncomfortable to be around somebody not somebody like that, but if my boyfriend still kept that relationship, like the yeah. friendship, knowing the intimacies they've shared, it would just make me very uncomfortable. You want your partner to commit to having moved on from yes. whatever's in there. Yeah, I totally get that. I That's like fair. the way you stick to your guns. You were like, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> not at no. all. No. No. Ball if that you can happens, tell me sir. a soft story, <laughs> Phil, but I'm just going to tell you no. Yeah, okay. She was nodding along, playing nice in the background while I was going on mic. Come on, guys. And she's in the background just saying, yeah, but that ain't me. No, no, yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I guess uh, that's that's about yeah, all that we can cover. It. I mean, we've all been there. We've all done that. And it serves a purpose. I think we've all we all can agree on those things. Uh, it's it's everything else that, of course, just demands communication with um, whoever you're entering that agreement with. And, and then, of course, whoever you then enter a relationship with later on. So speaking of uh, where we are going to later on, Sam, would you like to come back and uh, play a game with us later on in the, the episode? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's get uh, let's get to our next stop here. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. So we went on vacation, so I'd hope that I was missed. But let's go to a segment all about things that were missing. Hoffman, why don't we start with you? You will be missed, Netflix's Space Force starring Steve Carell. You never wowed the masses as you were expected to, but to me, you were a lighthearted, fun, and feel-good show with all the necessary potential to become great. Now, you've unfortunately been cancelled and will never get the chance. Netflix's Space Force, you will be missed. As I traveled six plus hours each way of my trip, I realized I must say goodbye to an old friend, my old headphones. They were the first venture into my professional career, and I made a commitment to get nice over-the-ear headphones. But again, once my ears were crumpled the entire 12 plus hours, I knew, even amidst my sobbing, 
that my headphones will be missed. It's once more for this week, and of course, we gotta hear about the vacation, Phil. We wanna know how it went. I've got a couple questions for you, but first of all, how was the trip overall? You know what? Overall, it was good. It was really good. I So I took a two-week vacation. I don't know about, about you, Hoffman, but two weeks in one place is is a bit long for, for any and all people. And, I, and that's honestly my only critique uh, of the entire thing. I thought that I had plans and activities for both weeks that uh, made it worth it. And I certainly enjoyed myself the entire stay. But I, I could feel the strain even for the people that I was hanging with that it's just it's it's a bit much to to be hosting even for that long and then to yeah. be in a place for 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 two weeks. So I think had I had I had of a do over, I'd probably do it a, a just a week. But but loads of fun, had tons of activities. Uh, one, I, I don't know if you have any questions, so I guess I'll just let you. I have a couple. OK, so then go ahead and I'll and I'll. <laughs> but overall, very okay. good. What was the best meal you had on the trip? We want all the juicy details. Yeah, no, this really was juicy. So we went to this place called the White Rabbit. And I I have to tell you, I'm not that adventurous. Some kind of Matrix related? I thought so, but I think it's more, uh, it was behind a parking garage. It it really was a a hole in the wall kind of place. It was very well hidden. So I'm guessing that that's why it was called the White Rabbit. Uh, It was not off of a main street. But went there and it it did not have an Arnold Palmer. They were like out of tea of all things. And so it didn't start off on a good foot. But when I tell you that I got this biscuit chicken sandwich from there, David, it was phenomenal. It had honey on it. It had a little, I think it was like a, maybe a cheese glaze, which I know I, I don't usually do dairy, but I made an exception in this case. And it was a fried chicken sandwich with uh, with this tender biscuit. Ooh, it was just, fl- ooh, ooh, it was absolutely divine. I swear, I even went there, I went back once to get another helping before I left. It was that good. It was delicious. Sounds great. What is something you wish you had done but didn't get the chance? You know what? There was this um, toy bear shop, but it, it was like a vintage one. It wasn't like a Build-A-Bear. It was. It seemed like there was like an old man named Geppetto in the back making his own stuffed animals that he's made and designs that he's made for, for years and years. And so I wanted to go and see it and actually go in there, but just never got a chance, never got the, the, the free time available to go in and, and check out this toy shop. But that was about it. The rest I really did accomplish. Oh, there was this one fun comic shop that I kept wanting to go in, but it was never open. Like it was, it was a, it was an open place. It was an open store. The pandemic hadn't closed it down or anything, but apparently the owner just never wanted to come in and and, and open up the place. It looked really cool from the outside. Couldn't tell you what it looked like from the oh, that's inside. Unfortunate. What? Right. Uh, so, did you do any of the tourist stuff, the like the Washington Monument and all that? You know what? I personally had White House. Right. I personally had not planned on doing that myself, but luckily, I have a very interactive host who uh, who led me to Washington Monument. Uh, I got a a closer up view of the um, Lincoln Memorial since it's all in that. What is it? It's not a. It's, it's, I, it's the, called the mall. A, the yeah. Mall. Yeah. Because I, I remembered, I was like, we don't have, our malls look a lot different than this. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the J.C. Penney? <laughs> yeah. The Capitol building, uh, I got a little close to. Never really saw the White House. Uh, never really got around to that. But I definitely did. I, I saw like the Smithsonian oh, everywhere. They'd have shot you on sight if you went anywhere near the White House. Well, at least shot me you down if I went on a hot air balloon or something. Sketchy. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, but yes, no, uh, the one that I definitely saw up close and personal, I kissed it, you know, gave it a little nice thing to remember me by was the Washington Monument. Hello. And it was very tall, very tall. Um, I don't actually don't have any more questions. Okay. So next question. Uh, there are no questions. One last one story on my way back. I had the most comical interaction. Well, not interaction because this woman was having it all by herself. So I got the, the window seat. And this woman, I assume with her husband, significant other, I guess I'll put it like that, had the aisle seat. So she's in the middle, splitting the difference between me and her male guest accompaniment. I don't know. He goes up to the bathroom and she goes up to the bathroom after him. She comes back. He gets up. He lets her in. I don't know what this woman did because she was buckled in when we set off for this plane. Getting back in and we had about 
oh, I don't know, 20 minutes before we had to come back because while the time she was in there, the, the buckle your seatbelt in, we're coming in hot and ready for a landing came on. She came and sat down. This woman was digging into the side of her seat to get to her other seatbelt loop for a good 20 minutes. Like she she went right to the edge of of getting down to the to the to when the, the wheels came out and we were landing and and her husband's holding up his armrest trying to help her. She was getting more frantic by the moment. Like I, at some point at some moment I, I in my mind I'm just thinking, look, if we crash, heaven forbid, now I can say it now that we're past it, if we crash. You really think that seatbelt's going to help you? Just, <laughs> just sit down and enjoy the ride as it is. For 20 minutes, I had to deal with this fumbling around, and I'm just like, listen, I whatever, think, whatever powers that be don't want you to buckle in. Just just enjoy it. In fairness, if you did crash, I do think the seatbelt would no! help. Oh <laughs> No. What, it depends you... on the nature of the crash, but... Yeah, you want the seatbelt on, man. I, it's like the cell phone thing. At this point, who cares? Just, just let the whole thing just, go out. Oh, and the and the and if the you are a uh, an impressionable young person listening to this podcast, don't listen to him. Wear your seatbelt on the plane at all costs. I get like three inches of reclining space. I get a little grumpy when just the ne- person next to me is just fumbling, rumbling, and tumbling. All the meanwhile, I'm just trying to sit down and enjoy the last 20 minutes of peace I have before I, I start the rest of my day. My goodness. Anyways, that was the only fun little sour spot of, of, my, uh, of my trip. So now that we're past that, now we're past a lot, let's get back into the game, shall How we? How dare people be safe? <laughs> Sam is joining us back for the game here, and I already mentioned it before because I keep getting this note, Hoffman, that we never, <laughs> you and me know the person, so it's like, why do I need to introduce them? But uh, of course, me and Sam know each other through high school. We knew each other. I know we did theater. Did we ever do choir together, Sam? I think we did. I think we had maybe one year there together where, uh, maybe. where yeah, where we were both singing a lot of uh, pre and post rehearsal hangouts with uh, Little Caesars and Oreos. And of course, lots of fun stories about both uh, your mom and I want to say your grandma. Maybe. I don't know. Those two wild ladies. Wild ladies. All right. But you know what? I know you. Hoffman doesn't know you and neither does the audience. So let's get to know you a little bit better by asking you a couple questions before we get into the game. Hoffman, you get two and I get one. So why don't we start off with your first? What, Sam, are you most hungry for the morning after an eventful night, let's call it? Um, Probably... Carne asada fries. Carne asada. <laughs> yes. So the morning after a, a romp, let's say, carne asada fries. Yes. It's actually the first meal that I ate um, deciding I was no longer vegan. It went from like zero to 100 <laughs> real yeah, quick. Yeah, I remember real this, meat. I think. Yeah, not vegan yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Did my body like me for like a week? Absolutely not. But that, that's... <laughs> That was not the point. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Sam, what is the nicest compliment anyone's ever given you? I would probably say the nicest compliment has been that I have a really like energetic, caring like aura, if you would. I don't know. I, I yeah. find compliments like that to be way more meaningful to me than anything like appearance wise, anything like that. I like that a lot. I get it as well. Sam, would you rather spend a week on a beach vacation by yourself or spend a week off with your best friend just hanging out at home? So you're either by alone. Myself. You're either alone at, at the Absolutely. beach. So <laughs> f- the friend. Just, <laughs> I'm going I'm, to the beach. <laughs> yes, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to work on my tan. <laughs> I will bring a good book, some tequila. Yeah, it's it's go. gonna be a good time. Fantastic! What's the go-to tequila? Um, Ornitos, probably. Ooh. They have like a lemon, like a lime flavor one. Nice. Okay, it's this really is good. not a paid sponsorship. Okay, but, but it can yes. be. <laughs> but it can <laughs> be. Well, uh, yeah. Send us a DM if yeah, you want to. Exactly. If you want to send us some free bottle, <laughs> I'll I'll happily have a free bottle of tequila. There we go. All right. So since Sam is my guest, that means David. It's your game. Why don't you explain the game as uh, as to the audience as well, Sam? Okay, so I came up with a concept for this game. It's relatively simple. 
my idea that I presented to Philip was I was going to present a sexual thing, a sexual act or a sexual scenario, a, a term, if you will, and you would tell me if it's real or fake. So the game format is we'll present something and you guys will and the contestants will have to say whether it's real or fake. I decided to center mine around sex. Phil, did you also go with uh, sex since this is yes, truly... Yes, it is, it is sensual in nature is what I will say. Sensual a, in nature. It has a slight <laughs> The thing I decided to call this game is let's try it tonight. Uh, Sam, who would you like to face off against first? Would you like to face Phil first or face me first? Face Phil. Okay, right. so my game first. It's called let's try it tonight. I'm going to name a real name of a something something sex related, sex adjacent at least. And I'm going to present a definition, and then you guys tell me if the definition is real or if I made it up. This might be really easy, or maybe it's going to be a little tricky. We'll see. Depends on how adventurous, I guess, either one of us is. If, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> so. I'm telling you right now, if it's how food related. Yes, if it's food related, Sam, you're, you're out of here. Okay, well, on that, on that note, first question. If you like Mexican food, you've heard of a taco fiesta. But have you heard of a taco fiesta? which is group sex for elderly Mexican people. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, who go? I guess Sam goes first. Uh, yep, Sam will go to you first. Is that the real definition of a taco fiesta? I'm, I'm going to go with yes. Okay, she thinks that's the real definition. Phil, what do you reckon? I don't think it's, I don't think it's older people. A taco fiesta, I think it has something to do with, uh, I, I don't, I, I think it has something more to do with uh, one person. I don't think it's a group of elderly people. I, that feels like too much of a fiesta. Okay, so you think it's not the real definition. Correct, yes. Phil, you're correct. Yes. Uh, the real definition is a party <laughs> where the number of females is far greater than the number of males. Uh-huh. Opposite of a sausage fest, it's a yes. taco fiesta. Taco okay. fiesta. Question that makes two. Sense. Back to the Future is a great film, and we've all wanted to take a ride in that time-traveling DeLorean. But ever, have you ever tried a hot pink DeLorean, which is snorting cocaine from a woman's Wow. <laughs> Phil, we're going to you first. Is that real or is that fake? Wow. My, honestly, the only thing I'm thinking of is... I just feel like that's dangerous to the woman. So I, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I guess it, it matters on where it is being snorted from. Anyways, uh, to, to not get too graphic in detail, I'm going to say, I believe it's, I believe it's true. I think it's true. I'll go with true. Sam, what do you think? I, I'm going to say that's true too. Yeah. You guys aren't giving me much credit and, and nor should you. That is the true definition. Wow. <laughs> I love the, I love I love the uh, example sentence that it gave. Uh, I did so many hot pink DeLoreans that my heart was beating at 88 miles per hour. <laughs> Jeez, right. that poor Question. woman's v- no kidding. I mean, that's what just I because help it's think. a defined, established term doesn't mean anyone's ever tried it. Although I'm sure somebody no, you has. You know, somebody's tried yeah, some, yeah. it. It's been yeah. tried somewhere in Miami in the 80s at, at the very least. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know pain until you've experienced Mexican roulette, which is choosing one hand of your partners blindly where one is nicely lubed up and the other has been rubbed with jalapenos before receiving a hand job. Wow. Uh, that's Sam. Sam goes first. Thank Sam, God. you're going first. Is that I the real? I hope that's fake. No. So you're saying that's, that's the fake, fake definition. Phil, what do you reckon? Man, I swear to God, if you came up with that, that is that is just brilliance <laughs> on your part. I swear to God, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say that that's true and be horrified that that that's such a thing, such a term was needed. You're correct. It's true. That is the uh, oh. that is the definition for Mexican roulette. So wait. So now the score is Phil. You've gotten all three right. I have. I'm three for three. Woo. Sam, you're going to have to run the gauntlet here. You're going to have to get the next two questions right if you're going to yes. have a chance at winning. I'll go first for these next two. You, you're going to go first for the next two. Okay. There's spooning, there's forking, and then there's sporking. Oh, God. Which is the act of spooning, but with an erect p- sandwiched between the butt cheeks. <laughs> there's a name for it? <laughs> I, that, yeah, that's the thing. Yes. Um, Phil, what do you think? Because I mean, everything before this, I've never tried. Uh, let's see. So, what? Uh, what? Sporking. I everything before this, I've never tried. <laughs> I've never tried. 
I'm going to say that's uh, that's probably f- false. I'm going to say okay, false. false. Sam, if you're going to have any chance, you've got, got to pick something different, but it's <laughs> really know, up I'm to you. I know, I'm say I think it's true. And and you got a point. Yeah, it's uh, it's absolutely true. That is what sporking <laughs> is. And don't we love it? Okay, question five. A few weeks on from the Platinum Jubilee, I bring you queening, which is riding a d- side saddle as oh only God. the most regal do. Phil, <laughs> is that true or false? What is the term called again? Queening. Queening. Wow. So the question is, is queening have it referring to like Queen Elizabeth or is it referring to Freddie Mercury? Because those are going to be two completely different, <laughs> two completely different sexual acts. I'm going to have to say that I, I think you ended on a true. I think it's a true. Sam, what do you think? Again, you, if you want I, any chance, you only have one option. I know. But. I'm, I'm going to say it's not true. You're going to say it's false? It's, it's false, yeah. And you've made a comeback. Whoa. That is false. Yes. Queening is the act of sitting on someone's face to facilitate oh. oral sex. <laughs> the best throne Jeez, there really? is, if you ask oh. me. Um, okay. <laughs> so we go to a tiebreaker, and I like my tiebreaker quite a lot. Sam, this is closest wins. Okay, so I'm going to give you a question, and the answer is a number, and whoever's closest will win. So according to besthealthmagazine.ca, women on average want sex to last 25 minutes and 51 seconds. According to the same survey, what was the average expectation from men? Again, women, 25 minutes and 51 seconds on average. Sam, you caught up. So I'm going to ask you to go first. What was the expectation from men? I'm going to say six minutes and 20 seconds. Six minutes and 20 seconds. Philip. Yeah, I mean, we're both on the same timeline here. Men are probably going to go lower. I would probably say... Because the answer here verbally is like, till when, whenever I'm done. So when is when would most <laughs> men say whenever I'm done, which is probably... Goodness gracious. Uh, I'm going to go six minutes and 21 seconds. I'll take the over. Philip, unfortunately, you are correct, but not very close at all, actually. Really? Yeah. So women said 25 minutes and 51 seconds on on average. Mm -hmm. And again, on average, men said 25 minutes and 43 seconds. So it's only eight seconds less on average. Because the question mm-hmm. is, uh, how long do men want sex to last? Not how long does it last on average, uh, but how long do they want it to last? And that is just as long pretty much as women want, which is on average 25 minutes and 43 seconds for men. So, so right. Phil, you're closer, but you don't deserve this. You no. don't deserve it six minutes and 21 seconds. My I, goodness. I guess not, but wow. Okay, well, Sam, you had a good first showing. You got a tie, but I'm going to need you to do a little bit better against David because I really need him to get a loss here. All right. He, All right. he went to sexual terms. I'm going to go with sexual acronyms. Uh, I have a list of acronyms that according to everydayhealth.com is, quote, Few of the many, many examples of shorthand that teens and tweens use to sex, end quote. I'll be asking Used you- to sex or sex Or sexed. Yeah, probably okay. more so sex. I, I, I really <laughs> thought you said they use, all these terms they use to sex. It's a bit of both because it can, <laughs> okay. lead, it can lead to, you know, in real terminology, but how, what have you. How shall uh, we sex tonight? Yes, how shall we? <laughs> I'll be asking you one, if it's real or fake- And a bonus half a point if you guessed real and can tell me what the acronym stands for. So you guys, I'll give you a second here. Grab a pen and pencil, or I guess, well, grab a pen or pencil and a piece of paper. And now that you've grabbed those items, very important items, I am going to now start with you, Sam, and I will give you the letters slash numbers of the acronym. Again, remember, tell me if it's real or fake. And if you say it's real... Let me know what it stands for, and you get a bonus half a point if you're correct. Here we go. T-D-T-M. T-D-T-M. Is that real or fake, Sam? T-D-T-M. Correct. I'm going to say real. Okay. Wait. So you're saying real, or are you changing to fake? I think I'm changing to fake. The. I'm I'm mixing up my letters and abbreviations. I know. I'm gonna say fake. Okay. So she's going with fake. Let's go to you, Hoffman. 
TDTM real or fake? I think it's fake too. I'm trying. I'm just trying to come up with something that this might stand for, and I can't. So I'm just gonna go with fake. You both <laughs> go with fake. You both get the same result, and that's both being incorrect. It is real, oh. and it stands for talk dirty to me. Oh, okay. I was like that- too mm. dumb to matter. Too too something to. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go over to Hoffman here first. All right, here we go, Hoffman. 5ND80085. Again, 5ND80085. Real or fake? And if real, what does it stand for? So 5ND80085. Yes, and I'll even give you guys one more hint. Anytime I use any of these acronyms, it's always full caps. Right. I'm going to say this is fake. Okay. And I'll explain my reasoning once Sam has given her answer. Okay. He goes with fake. Sam, we're to you. Real or fake? I want to say real, but I'm trying to figure out. Like the 80085 reminds me of how, remember when we would put in a calculator like boobs? <laughs> like it almost looks like boobs to me. Um. So I want I want to say real. Okay, you're saying real and something boobs. Something boobs. I don't know what the five or the what the five nd. I was thinking that the the five nd was was supposed to be send like the five is an s, and but there's no like e just send 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 oh. boobs I guess. But then I don't know. It felt like that's something that Phil made up. And that it would actually be like send <laughs> nudes. So I'm I that's why I went fake. Sam goes with real, but unfortunately the result is real sad. It is indeed fake. I did make it up. I was trying to go for send boobs. You're incredibly correct. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a boob person. You don't know. You never know. You never know. Yeah. If nothing gonna... else, this is the originator. Anybody listening to this from now yeah. on, use it. <laughs> Five NB eight double o eight five. There we go. All right, <laughs> send boobs. And also, I should mention this is about the time where I remember. Remember, David. Remember that since you won last time we played, right. You do have a skipping stone to use at your discretion, meaning you can skip any of these acronyms at your leisure. All right, we start. Thank you next. for reminding me. You're welcome. Next, we go back to Sam. Sam, the letter, the acronym is P nine one one. P nine one one real or fake? I'm gonna say real. Okay. And do you have anything for what and it stands for? I'm gonna say maybe like like P nine one one like <laughs> like a appointment okay. stat. Accepted. <laughs> Hoffman, I'm gonna say it's real too, but I think it's p- nine one one. Oh, so we're going different different loins. Right. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you both are guessing the same, which means you both get the same point result because it is indeed correct. It is an acronym. You both are far more dirty than what it actually does stand for, though. It is parent alert. Remember, we're talking about teens. Oh, parent come on. alert. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking 911 emergency. My <laughs> needs something right now. Yeah, Come yeah, over. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You both went for the appointment, different sides of the coin, but both are incorrect right. on that point. So, David, you still lead two to one with Sam trailing behind. I'm going to stick with you going forward here to lead us off here, David. All right. Uh, next one, David, is C-U, the number four and the number six. C-U for six. Real or fake? I'm going to say that's fake. He's going to say that that's fake. Sam, we go to you. Is that real or fake? And remember, you are a point behind. I know. I'm like, I need to choose something different. Um, Potentially. I'm say, Not necessarily for yeah, this you, one. Like, you still have a chance if, if you pick the same thing. To at least tie. Oh, but you can pick whatever you want. Choice. I'm sorry. I'm We're not gonna... trying to Fair enough. influence Fair enough. your decision here. All right. I'm going to say real. Okay. And my mind is still apparently dirty because maybe it's like CU for sex. Okay. Is that what the, oh, clever. the tweens clever. have? Uh, I didn't think happening of that. It lately? is indeed correct. It is an acronym, an official acronym. So Sam's correct. And for the first half a point, Sam is indeed right on the money. See you for sex. Absolutely. Yes. 
There we go. How weird to say that, though. Which like, means you're now in the sex? lead by half a yeah. point. Sam now holds a half a point lead, and she will go <laughs> first now to end out the game potentially. And of course, again, David has a skipping stone, a skipping abbreviation, ah, yes, should he need to. Mm. All right, here we go, Sam. The letters are G N O C. G N O C. Wait, twice? Or no, you're no, just, just repeating one. it? Just okay. once, just repeating it. G N O C. Oh. Excuse me, I, I should have said that. G N O C. Correct. Before you before you guess here, Sam, Hoffman, would you like to skip before she gives her answer? I'm, yeah, I'm going to skip because I, I don't feel confident with this one. Okay, he's going to skip. I'm and curious, I want to hear what the next one yeah, is. Yeah, Sam, what would you have what would you have said? Had this won't count. I'm going to say real. I just don't know what the OC would be. Maybe good night something. I thought about that too. So Sam's. I going. also thought get away, well, but it doesn't count, right? So we can. No, discuss. it doesn't count. Yeah, go ahead. I, I I also thought maybe it's get naked or something. Get naked or get naked on couch. Get, maybe get naked on camera. Is it get uh, naked get on naked. camera? <laughs> it actually is. You guys together would be a very good team on get this. But yes, it is camera. get naked Damn. on camera. Yeah. So there we go. You both had the same thought process, and you both were there. But it doesn't count. So again, we'll go to Sam for our last one. That she I wouldn't will have gotten have it. Answer. I would have gotten it. <laughs> Because Sam was going in the yeah. right direction. All right, yeah. here we go, though. You have redemption here. One more chance for you, David. Okay. Sam, the letters are S-M-O-N. Going to repeat it one more time. S-M-O-N. Real or fake? I'm going to go with fake. She's going to go with fake. We go to Hoffman. Now, Hoffman, did you want to say fake before she said that? I did. I did. Yeah, I could tell by the pained <laughs> expression on your on you. All right. I guess I'll go go with real. And either I'm right or wrong, and and I'll either win or lose. I don't need to guess correctly what it what it is, but I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm thinking the SM is suck my <laughs> and <laughs> and then O N might be <laughs> That, that's where I get stuck. I'm not sure what O N would be. So maybe like suck my only nipple <laughs> for, oh, wow. someone, for someone who has one. I don't. Not it's that very that would specific. be in wide, wide use. Yeah, um, it's a very specific teen who they surveyed for this uh, for this list. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Okay, I don't. So it's suck, fine. Suck me something. One nipple. All right. Suck me. Suck my suck own me, nipple. Suck maybe? my own. Nipple. Suck me on. <laughs> oh man, it's a lot easier for girls than yeah, guys. That's true. That's true. So Sam uh, wait, goes su- Suck me on Nyquil. There, you there go. we go. Uh, David goes fake. Sam goes real, and Sam increases her lead to three yeah. and a half. Hoffman was correct in his hunch, as was Sam, but she took it. Three and a half gets her the victory. She is now one and one on the Pow Wow podcast and a um, a very good teen texter, apparently, knowing her uh, knowing her lingo. So congratulations, Sam. <laughs> very good. Very nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, well it, done. <laughs> well done. That was uh, that was very well, very, very well performed there. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate you uh, making an appearance and uh, helping us through a very a very uh, sensual episode, a very naughty episode. We'll have to get you back on when we're talking about something maybe a little more fun, less and more mundane, I should say. Of course, I'd be happy to join. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sam. And uh, let's get along, little doggy, to That Slaps. And with that victory, I go to an astounding record of eight and seven, while that loss drops David down to seven and eight. Aw. Now I heard while I was gone, we added a new format to the to the that slaps. We have a game. I I, I guess so. I I thought about it as he as, when he said it. I was like, I already told him to pick something else once because he picked something that had been chosen before for that slaps. You can't double slap something. You can't double slap something. That's just no, too that's, much. That's slappage. that we can agree on. And then he chose a game, and I I was thinking I would never choose a game because I'm not a gamer, and and it seems a little weird. A weird thing to suggest to someone, I guess, but there's no real logical reason 
why a game couldn't slap. So I thought, sure, I guess a game can slap. Absolutely. I don't hate it. I just was utterly shocked. We have a new, we, we are beyond. We are now 4D. We go to another I, dimension I still with think our slap. Could slaps. Could slap. I agree. If, if, I agree. Yeah. Maybe even a comic. Just, I just never read. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's our next thing. All yeah. right. That slaps. Why don't you go first here, Hoffman? I've been watching, a, catching up on a lot of shows. I was looking at my list of shows that I, that I'm trying to catch up on. It was getting real long. So I've been like frantically trying to catch up with shows. I mentioned Space Force earlier in the episode. Uh, I actually really liked it, and I th- I was sad that it was. Uh, I finished season two today, and I'm really sad that it uh, it's been canceled. Stranger Things season four is not finished yet. There's two more episodes coming out in July, but oh my, this season is absolutely amazing. I think it's it's brought it back to its absolute Prominence. peak. Yeah, Stranger Things at its best. There's weak points. I honestly think there's there's some certain storylines concerning Eleven that I find kind of a snooze. But the rest of the show is just phenomenal. Season four of Stranger Things slaps to the max. Check it out if you haven't already. And and there's two more episodes and I can't wait, honestly. I cannot wait to watch it. And that's a note to anybody who knows me that I, I don't watch anything until it's over. Then I binge it thoroughly and mm. it annoys everybody besides myself to the max. All right. That slaps. I am back because I didn't find anything particularly new or anything that really fit the episode. So I'm going back to my, to the well of, of thematic thematic music. So please realize that this has a, a theme to the entire rest of the show. Is it going to be sexual healing? Oh, no, no. Uh, although that does slap. It does slap a little long, though. Marvin Gaye, mm. Marvin Gaye was always a little long. Uh, no, it's going to be <laughs> called Best on Earth, and it's by Russ. Quite dirty, especially if you go the explicit version. But it... <laughs> let, me t- <laughs> let me tell you, it slaps. <laughs> does it slap or does it spank? It, it, it does a bit of both. It, it drips, okay. it drools, and it does everything you can possibly want it, but it definitely slaps. We have a few notes and thank yous to get to before we actually close this episode out. Yeah, thank you to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on this show. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you to Tara Amstutz and Josh Hans for their wonderful contributions to the show. We could not do it without you guys. Thank you so very, very much. And of course, thank you to you, the listener. We know that you had to bear an entire week without us and you have to do it again now. But, uh, well, I guess not an, I guess not a missing week. That's what I should say. But another week, another episode coming up next week. So stay tuned for that. Of course, if you missed any of our long library or catalog of episodes, go back and listen to them. They, they age like fine wine. I assure you on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, shoot, even Google Podcasts, just not Pandora because mm, screw you, Pandora. I was thinking we could try something new tonight. Have you ever heard of Bear Style? Bear Style?